Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. And that's what we have to do. We have to look towards the future because we've all been struggling during this past year of the pandemic. The, uh, the, the vaccine is the golden ticket. And we're just waiting and waiting for our turn, right? On the phone is Daryl Scott, director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. And he's been there for you, building up the uh, the office from just, say, 17 people working on 500 claims a week now to about 200 people and uh, thousands and thousands of claims. There are still backlogged as well. You'll get information about that because uh, Daryl's a public servant. I mean, he just, he just comes right out and tells you, here's what we're doing. Here's what's happening, and uh, we're doing our very best to help you out. Daryl, thanks for being on. Thanks, Rick. I uh, appreciate the opportunity, and and you sort of set up a couple things I wanted to share right out, you know, right at the start with regard to staffing. Um, we've, as I've shared with you, we we leased a second facility, we filled it up. We, as we lose people, we hire people. But um, we've, um, as I'll say, we've asked other groups to give up some additional space, and so we've. We've identified some additional space to put more people, so we're going to be hiring uh, probably 10 claims processors and 10 deputies and 10 investigators. And the distinction between a deputy and an investigator is the investigator is looking at overpayments and fraud. So I just give give people a heads up that we're we're bolstering our our um, our staff in in that respect, and we're also hiring planning to hire five appeals referees as we have a backlog that's growing in that area. So we. We've got space and computers for part of those. We're ordering additional equipment, but want, want people to know that, uh, as I've shared, we're not satisfied with the backlog and the time it takes to get these claims processed and paid. Um, but as I've shared with you, we're not we're not sitting back and resting on our laurels and saying oh, it has to be that way. So we're we're working to find space and add more people so we can try and get these uh, these issues resolved. Yeah, I want to ask you about each of those individuals and what they do and the fact that you are looking to yep. hire people. But I, I want to get to uh, Joanne first, or Joan, sure. at 302-529-1017, because that's the greatest service that you provide, Daryl, is actually being there as director of the office on the phone live every Tuesday after the news at 1 o'clock. We replay it on, after the news at 1030 and Wednesdays because you always have information people need to have. Hi, Joan, or is it Joanne? Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Uh, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you? I'm doing well, Joanne. How are you today? Great, great. Uh, the reason why I called in, um, I wanted, well, it actually started, I, I had sent an email to uh, the Rick Jensen Show and um, asked them to assist me with my claim because I hadn't gotten any response um, for, for my unemployment. Um, I had gotten unemployment initially, and then it kind of just stopped. So, And then I didn't hear anything for like a month or so. So I reached out to the Rick Jensen Show, and, of course, they responded and let me know that they would be passing my information along to you. And um, within a week, I received um, notification from the unemployment office just letting them know that, you know, I could go on and um, basically go on the site and put my claim in again. So, And then things just kind of uh, moved on from there. So I just wanted to call and I express the thanks to Rick and the show and then express my thanks to you because, um, yeah, I know you guys are overwhelmed and you got so much going, but I don't think you guys get enough credit for the work that you do do. And I really just appreciate it that someone 
you know, pick up the ball and help me out. So that's why I just took the time to call in today. Wow. Well, um, go ahead, Daryl. <laughs> I was going to say, Joanne, that, that makes, I mean, it, it really makes me um, proud um, and I'm, I'm very appreciative. I mean, on behalf of the team that does the work uh, behind the scenes, um, uh, and be- believe me, every thank you note that Rick gets that he shares with me, I share with the team so they understand that uh, people are appreciative of the work and understanding of the workload that we're trying to manage. So, Joanne, I really appreciate you taking the time to call in today to share that feedback with us. Yeah, thank you, absolutely. Joanne. I'll, I'll be texting my kid uh, tonight when I have a, a little <laughs> little glass of bourbon and I'm answering emails and helping out saying, hey, guess what? Lister said thanks, and it was really cool. <laughs> so thank yeah. you. I, yeah. I have to admit, though, I do have another underlying motive here, too. And listening to uh, Daryl today saying that you guys were going to be bringing some more people on to help with claims, that's something that I would be very interested in. Um, you know, uh, I just want... I've been thinking about how I could help to give back or do things, and I would be interested in that. I don't know if that's something that's open, open to the public, or they do um, for for the positions. How could I find more information about that? So we currently are partnering with um, so Delmarva Temporary Services and um, Goodwill are two of the agencies that we've been working with throughout the pandemic to provide resources. Both of those organizations will be, are, should be actively recruiting for those positions. And okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if there's a third. I, I know for the appeals referees, which you have to, you have, to have a Juris Doctorate to, um, to be in that position, we have a different agency. I think it's ACRO that is providing uh, those resources for us today. So, um, okay. so but, if you go to Del- DelmarvaTemporaryStaffing.com, Delmarva okay, temporary staffing dot com. Uh, let's take a look. Other positions, and I'm I'm trying to see where that uh, um, the social worker and such. Is there anything s- specific about uh, what you guys are offering at their website? You know, I will find out. I will find out what, um, and I'll make, I'll make sure there's a link on our website as well. We'll get something posted to, um, you know, for uh, for you know, the recruitment that's going on through the agencies to support us. And I apologize. Okay. I don't know the, I don't know the specific address. We'll, we'll get some information to you. And, and again, if you want to shoot another email, because I get the emails I forward to the team. And uh, if you want to shoot Rick an email and Rick, if you'll forward it, I'll, I'll, I'll get some information and, and return it to you, Joanne. So you, you, uh, you know how to, to uh, investigate those opportunities. Yes. Yeah, so I can't think of a better way of giving back, uh, you know, um, during that's this awesome. time. No, that's, so that's I awesome. really thank you very much. just want to say thank you so much. Thanks, Joanne. Well, thanks for calling today. 302-529-1017, 302-529-1017. If you're having a problem with uh, your unemployment insurance benefits, get on the phone right now. Sometimes Daryl can guide and direct you to where you need to, to go online, usually, in order to, to fix the problem. Sometimes it's something that you're not doing correctly, and you may not even know it. As a matter of fact, because of the emails listeners have sent to me and then I send to Daryl and his team, they have learned about some of the processes problems that they never knew about before until they heard about it from those of you who uh, who sent an email saying, 
hey, I can't get in because of X, Y, or Z. They take a look at that, and they say, that shouldn't have happened. And they go back to the processes, and they talk to the guys at tech, and they go, okay, what can we do to fix this? And they repair those problems, and it makes it easier for folks. This is, I think, one of the benefits of transparency and reaching out to folks and and saying, hey, um, we're doing everything we can, and they really are. You know, Daryl, it's also amazing to me, as, as much as I complain about government, and I do, a lot <laughs> you know usually it's about policy uh sometimes politics but uh, generally it's it's about policy i have learned over the years that even if somebody in uh, in government whether it's an appointed position or elected if they come right out and say to people look here's what went wrong here's what we're doing to fix it people are for the most part forgiving it's only those those partisan actors or ideologues who are still angry and are not going to be appeased. That's well, I all. think it's, yeah, no, I, I appreciate what you're saying. It's, um, look, there's a lot to be learned. I've got my list started when, when we get things back to normal. Um, as I said, we're trying to fix the issues now and prevent them from occurring, but we, we will be doing a sort of hard look in the mirror to figure out what we can do better so that if ever faced with this again, um, we'll do a better job right out of the gate. And, and again, not to take anything away from the people behind the scenes because they're working extremely hard still today to, to, you know, to manage the backlog. But we've, um, with our systems and business processes, have made it more difficult for individuals trying to get benefits and also for the people trying to help them process their claims. 302-529-1017-529-1017. We're talking about you building up the unemployment office pretty dramatically as well. And right now... Uh, you have new space you found for 10 deputies, 10 investigators, and is it 10 claims processors? Yeah, it's uh, claims processors. So we've got investigators, deputies, claims processors, and appeals referees. Okay, so, uh, first of all, I just, just so people understand, what does a claim processor do? I know it sounds obvious, so the, but, yeah. Well, so the claims processors deal, I mean, so one, it, it, they're, they're dealing with the initial review and processing of the claim, including they're answering questions about the process. Um, they're resolving some holds that are, you know, again, we'll ask a question where you, people make the mistake. We've talked about it. They, they mark they're, they're not able and available. They email us to say, no, I was, I misunderstood. So there are things like that, that a claims processor can correct. Um, so they, they're, and again, a lot of what they're doing is responding to emails, uh, and phone calls to try and help people resolve those issues. Um, the, the deputies are the ones that are investigating the separation. So a person says they were laid off, the employer says they quit, um, and they're having to do that fact-finding to try and you know, sort of make a determination of, of uh, eligibility for the claim. The investigators that I described, those are specifically looking at, you know, we, we analyze the wages that employers report versus the claims we paid to see if, if people were collecting benefits at the same time they were getting paid. So people investigate overpayments, and unfortunately, Rick, we have people who try and fraud the system, right? So they also investigate the fraud. So we're, um, we've increased the team investigating frauds already from three to about 10, uh, and we're in the process of doubling it again. So um, there'll be more and more on, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that in, in, okay. <laughs> in the coming weeks as we identify some fraud. And the last are appeals referees. So again, if somebody doesn't like the decision we make, they have the ability by a deputy, they have the ability to appeal it. And so we staff those with um, 
attorneys that that hold a an administrative law hearing, uh, and they make a they will review the facts from the employer and the claimant, and they'll make a determination. And just so people know, that's different. It's separate and apart from the deputy's decision. The appeal referee looks at it entirely, you know, from the start. So they they accept new evidence, they accept new information. The claimant's able to make their case as to why they think they're eligible. The employer can make their case as to why they think they may not be. Um, and then they render a decision. And and just as we have a first level of appeals, if they don't like that decision, they can appeal it to the uh, Unemployment Insurance Appeals Board, which are five citizens that sit on um, and listen to appeals. So um, so again, we're we're... We know we have backlogs in claim processing and adjudication. We need to do more work in the fraud area and uh, backlogs in appeals. So that's why we're hiring across the board. To and let's get right to phone calls uh, with Daryl Scott, yep. Director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. Let's get right to Josh. Josh, uh, you're on. Say hi to Daryl. Hi. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. I just had a quick question with regard to the CARES Act money. Um, I applied for and received unemployment under the first round of the CARES Act and was told... Um, that that federal money was gone, and now that the new CARES Act has been approved, will there be new new federal money available, and how will that be dispersed? So the the CARES Act dollars um, covered included money for several things. So uh, if you're referring to the six hundred dollars, um, is that what you're referring to? Yeah. So I understand that yeah. that money ran out quickly, and then it was reapproved, uh, but I haven't received any of the federal money. Well, it ended in December yeah, so, at some point, and they're they're negotiating now, right, Darryl? Well, there's two things. So one is, so the the initial six hundred dollars was available for weeks paid between March 29 and July 25. So Congress initially approved that for that specific period of time. In December, when they when they renewed or extended the CARES Act programs, they authorized three hundred dollars to be paid in addition to your weekly benefit amount from. 1227 to March 13. So Josh, if you're currently collecting benefits at this time, you should also be getting the three the $300 additional benefit. If you're again, so any claim that we're paying for UI, PUA, PEUC, um, in addition to the weekly benefit amount, they're they're receiving or should be receiving the $300. Right, and we're not on. receiving it. I'm sorry? Oh, it's okay. If we're not receiving it, what's the process for looking into that? So, so Rick, if you're getting paid and not getting the 300, send an email to Rick, R-I-C-K, at WDEL.com with your name, no more than the last four of your social, and just a note about this, and we'll have somebody check on the claim for you. Thank you. All right. Thank you for Josh, it's, yeah, it's Rick at WDEL.com. We'll get it right to the team. I want to get to Quan at 302-529-1017. Quan, say hi to Daryl. All right, Darrell, how you doing? All right. I live, in Delaware. I live in Delaware, but I work out of Philadelphia. I'm in the Plumbers Union in Philly. And uh, I've been out in, uh, in in January. I haven't received an unemployment check since, uh, since January 2nd because I ran out of my, uh, my 39 weeks was up. And uh, I didn't get enough. They said I had to go apply for... Uh, for the Joe Biden, for the new Care Act, whatever they they got going on now, I had to apply for it in Delaware. So I applied for it in Delaware, but I never worked in Delaware because I'm from out of Plumagine up in Philadelphia. So I applied for Delaware, applied for unemployment in Delaware anyway. I got denied. 
So now, you know, I'm just stuck in limbo. Pennsylvania tells me they wait for somebody from Delaware to sign off for my unemployment for me to continue to get my unemployment from Pennsylvania. But nobody's, you know, I don't know who to talk to in Delaware to get the, to sign off for Pennsylvania to continue to pay me my unemployment. All right, Daryl, what do you think? So, Quan, send Rick an email with uh, with this little description. We, I, I think I understand what's going on. I don't understand why PA is telling you to file or may have told you to file here, since all your wages are in Pennsylvania. But if we if we have a claim and we have to cancel it, so that Philly, so that PA sees that you're not trying to collect here, then we'll 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 be able to follow. But send Rick an email, R I C K at W D E L. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, Quan, do this, man. Send the email to me, Rick at WDEL dot com, and then I'm going to send an email back to you stating all the information I need from you to make sure that yeah. they have everything they need to work with you. All right, man. Okay, thank you. All right, it's Rick Thanks. at WDEL.com, and just in the subject line put, Hey, Rick, it's Quan. Help me out. And then I'm going to respond to you uh, with a list of, uh, of items I need from you. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, Daryl. Right. If he's claimed here and PA looks at that, they go like, Oh, okay, well, you're claiming in Delaware. Forget it. you got to work that right. out. And that's going to be behind the scenes. Spencer, uh, 302-529-1017. This is probably going to be our last call for Daryl today. Spencer, say hi to Daryl Scott. Hello, Daryl Scott. Hey, yeah, my story is hi. My story is this: I'm a bus driver, and I received my 10.99, which is probably about double what I actually received. Okay, the amount was double. So I sent my messages in. First, they just they told me <coughs> that I received the money, which is inaccurate. So. You know, I've been waiting three weeks, so I've tried to be a little patient with it. Maybe I need some more time. What do you suggest? So, Spencer, we've got a a group of people specifically looking at 1099-related issues. So, But if you'll shoot Rick an email, let me me have somebody take a look at the – if you've sent us an email um, regarding it, we we have it in our – we should have it in our system. So shoot Rick an email. Let me have somebody take a look at it and and see. The one thing that we're we're finding is in some cases it it could have been that we made a payment. I don't know if you were getting paid direct deposit versus debit card. We've had people tell us well, they didn't get the debit card, so there was money that was paid that they they say they didn't get. Um, this, well, it's, there's the just too many things was, to figure. The situation was I'm direct deposit, but but what happened was my company decided to pay us. Okay, instead of getting the unemployment, so I guess there yeah. was some some grant they got to do that. But but anyway, unemployment's claiming that I did receive like about nine weeks of unemployment that I did not get. So that's what the, the question is. I'll I'll put together the uh, email, send it to Rick, and I'll great. reference the case numbers. I have like three of them, I think. Perfect. That's right. exactly what you great, do. Spencer. All right, we are slap out of time. Right. It's Rick at WDEL.com, R-I-C-K at WDEL.com. Daryl Scott, see, uh, it's not only them, Daryl, but it's other people who are listening, and they're going to be sending me emails as well. I get them to you, and then you give them to the team, and they reconcile these problems so much more often than not, which is why I'm so glad you're on every Tuesday after the news at 1, and we replay it on Wednesday mornings. Thanks, Daryl. Thanks, Rick.
This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show on 1150 AM and 1017 FM WDEL.